0: Welcome back again to the Heavy Shell Podcast. I'm your host, David Richards, and with me, as always, I'm happy to have Luca. Hello. And our guy, Moose. Hello. And today, we're going to attempt to keep this third round of discussions for games of the decade under an hour. We strategized to have a little bit better plan than what we had last time. And uh, let's be honest, we were going through pretty much the whole gamut of games over the decade. We did a pretty good job to narrow that down to just
1: two hours every Um, single one
0: (laughs) now what we're going to be doing is um taking like essentially what we have is our top 50 we're going to call them down to the top 25 is what we're aiming to do today and for some we might have to argue the merit of like were they innovative were they popular so on and so forth and then uh next week is when we're going to kind of start shifting things acknowledging the why they're great in more detail, and kind of officially put them to rank. Um, this discussion to get it done right, we may have to take it all the way into January. Oh goodness! So, uh,
2: this one podcast all the way until January?
0: Not not this one podcast, to, but to the rounds of it. Please help! Um, he is keeping yeah. us here. I mean, I like hope you guys Christmas. have water. I thought you saw the email um, <laughs> to get supplies. But yeah, uh, but before we get into all that. Um, does anyone have anything they've been doing this week, video game-wise, before we get into the whole, what's been going on for the decade?
1: Uh, I've been reading about the War Thunder update, other than that, uh, playing you, a little bit of this and that.
2: You <laughs> you haven't been playing it, you've just been reading it? Hmm. Yes. Reading. <laughs> yeah, sure, why not?
1: Yeah, no, uh, they did an update, I was sort of
2: like, re, why did you not do this? Not a big deal. Games are fun.
0: <laughs> Moose, how about you?
2: Um, Mordow had an update. So I've been playing that. It's got some fun little Christmas shenanigans, a bunch of other changes, but really, I I mean, I was surprised because that's really the only game I played, except for, of course, getting in a little bit here and there, human fall flat. Can't recommend it enough. If you're looking for a, for a chill game to play with some friends. Um, although with the wrong, would you
0: say that's definitely like a, a friend recommended game?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's a, it's a, puzzle platform game so you don't want to pick your friends who don't have very high attention spans and like to mess with other people um but <laughs> assuming that you have the this was the too long to I got you <laughs> um
0: very specific
2: yeah cuz cuz the uh the puzzles are all very nebulous and so you can use your friends to unlock basically paths through the puzzles that you couldn't do alone um, even though you can beat it single player um, it's a lot more of an interesting yeah. experience. Anyway, so, so that's what I've been doing. Okay. Real real good time.
0: For me, the saga continues with Call of Duty and my love and hate relationship for it. Mm-hmm. Um couple about an episode or two ago, the whole big thing was they took her out. They they took out this really great game mode that really could be a game on its own. If I had the skills, I would just make the game myself at this point. Um, <laughs> How
2: they, hard can it be. They took
0: it away. They took it away. Yeah, I only need a couple million dollars in, like, you know, defs. They took it away. The fan base was like, no, bring it back. They said, okay, you can have it back. And then we thought it was just going to be back forever. And then they just did a patch update, and it was gone again. And what was funny is, is that when they do the patch updates, they, like, put more in the store. And so I was a few moments away from buying some stuff from the store, just so I'm like, you know, I really love Call of Duty. And even though I paid 60 bucks already, you you guys don't meet. I'm not shy about giving devs money when they do good stuff.
2: Which is a, a funny way of saying that you're a sucker.
0: <laughs> I was about to buy some, um, some more gun skins or, or blueprints. And then something told me, well, wait a minute. Last time you almost did this, you realized Shoot House was taken away. And that prevented you from buying anything because I'm not going to play the game. There's no shoot house if I'm not gonna like if there's no shoot house, no game plan. Why buy more gun skins? Why support that? I went back to the menu, sure enough, shoot house gone again.
1: How
2: could for they do For no this? good reason,
0: how could
1: they do that? Like, it doesn't make sense. This, Dude, your personal FBI this would, agent is working against you with the call. This would be
0: like if Fortnite was like ah, Battle Royale, is it really gonna work out though? And like <laughs> they shut it down after trying it out for a game mode for a month, you know. That's mm-hmm. how passionate I feel about this game mode. Like if they just left it there, they could even do things like reskin the map, keep the same layout and everything, but just make it look laser tag or something. Ooh! Man. They could do all kinds of crazy stuff. But they're not doing that, and I can't support them anymore. So, bring back Shoot House twenty four seven. Sign my petition, please. Call of Duty, stop it! Whitehousepetitions.org.
1: dot yeah. org. Yeah, I want to give you time. money,
0: Call of Duty, but you're j- just I can't not. When they take shoot shootout, so that's my rant. That's what's been going on with me. Thank you for the free time, though. I mean, you know, I'm not playing Call of Duty anymore <laughs> for a while, so that's been good. You know, I got a Game Pass. we reminding myself what games I have on there.
1: But yeah, um, I like how that's when what's been going on. I like how when they update your like game addiction in a way you don't like. You're like, yeah, I'm just not going to play it for a while. When they update my, you know, when when they update War Thunder in a way I don't, I don't like. I'm like, I really don't like that they added that particular jet. Let me grind to get that particular jet. <laughs> like, mm, top smooth brain I am. Sorry. Mm-hmm.
0: Fogmine just uh, gave us a new subscription. Thank you, Fogmine.
2: I'm going to send a um, generic thank you to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That is from the bottom of my heart.
0: The bottom. Yeah.
2: Even though, even though it auto-filled. Um, and that was like a message that I didn't even type out. I just clicked one button. Well, there you go. There you
0: go. So, um, games of the decade.
2: Here we go. <laughs> Round
0: three, where oh, friendships boy. fall apart. Um,
1: our marriages end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, we're gonna go through this list. Um, Luca, do you have the uh, link on you? Bot uh, that you can throw in the chat.
1: Yeah, I can. Uh, I can do that real quick.
0: For when they're watching this back thing, click on that...
1: Indeed. Link. Give me one second. Uh, I would move along. It's going to take me a sec to figure out where it was. Uh, here we go. I got it. And if you look in chat, we have the link now.
0: Okay, so... On the Trello you'll see some new additions of uh, categories. We're going to get more into that later. But for now... The main point is we're just going to go from top to bottom and say, does this game fit in the middle tier going forward? Mm-hmm. This is going to be more like 20 minutes tops is what I want to spend on this section. Because in the rest of it, it's going to be... Once we look at it all together, we might just kick another game off that we just put back on here. But at least we gave it a shot, you know?
2: Yeah. So so are we, are we going... Are we going... We're
0: going, we're going from new editions. We're going to put them in middle tier. So, we're going from the top. Super Smash Bros. Okay. I, <sighs> I mean... I'm looking at Super Smash Bros. And I'm seeing that... Ooh. Ooh, this is going to be tough. I mean, it has... Yeah. There's a few games I'm thinking Super Smash Bros. is bigger.
1: I mean, it's definitely more popular. But is it a... You know, like... And you know it's very well polished, but I, like, I don't know, like how innovative is and it? Like the, how-
0: well, the depth and the innovation of like the different uh, bringing characters from different games and making it make sense in a fighting. Game, yeah, but have they not, not been bad.
1: doing that for since the first one? Yeah,
2: I mean, yeah. So this Super Smash been- Bros. Ultimate, but this one.
0: This one's been celebrated because it's like the whole all of them are here.
2: Oh, well, yeah, but except for Waluigi. Yeah. But... <laughs> um I I think that it's it's a situation where the innovation that we currently see um with all the new characters and stuff like that. It's like yeah, sure, that's kind of innovative, I guess, but when you look at every other Super Smash Bros game that functions very similarly to it I, I mean once you in my experience moving from the, the Super Smash Bros uh, 4 right which was on the Wii U and 3, uh, 3DS three switching from that back to the N64 I still knew how to play it hadn't changed very much in regards to gameplay just you know what maps you have what characters you have and stuff like that um, I can't speak yeah. about whether Super Smash Bros Ultimate has deviated enough from that but I highly doubt it. I, I don't know. I, I feel like this is kind of like one of those uh, side-scrolling Mario scenarios, which just they all, they all sort of blend together into a, yeah, it's, it's, it's the game that you expect. It's like with Call of Duty, um, where you can almost guarantee that the next release to come out is going to be very similar to the one before it with a few tweaks here and there, which I don't, I don't think is worth doing much to, personally.
1: I'm I'm of the mind to sort of keep it in new editions and not move it up because I feel like it's just like it's a great game and all, but I, I like it, for one thing it's it's very sort of conf- well.
0: Are we just biased against fighting games? Because if you look at our at nah, our list, Soul Caliber is I,
1: my
2: fighting franchise of
1: choice. I don't get me wrong. I like a good fighting game, but fighting games have been more or less the same for. Well, since fighting games, yeah, about, exactly. You know, it's hard I, I... to make
2: a fighting game that has newness to it. Really,
1: not only that, but in a way, fighting games, modern fighting games, feel in a lot of ways like a retro throwback, but without the sort of like indie, like aesthetic and and like passion behind it. To me, you know, like they're good games, but are they games of the decade? You know.
0: Well, that's the thing is one of the most popular fighting games of all time, somehow still didn't make it in the top 25.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but Super Smash has been popular for forever and a day. I mean, I I remember, like, kids playing... uh... Well,
0: I guess that's my thing, is, like, do we punish it for consistency?
1: Well, the thing is, I don't think it's a punishment to say, okay, it's a bit, you know, old trick, good game, you know, old hat, good you know, good game and all, but, like...
2: It's not that we're punishing it. It's that we're not putting it up on a pedestal. Yeah.
0: That's fair because I'm, I'm really trying to keep myself in check of like not having any attaboys. The only ones I might give an attaboy to are Indies if we really feel that we have to. <laughs> That's going to be more decided when we really break it down by category of like, oh, look, it's popular. It's got innovative mechanics, polish, so on and so forth. If an indie has like so many things, then we got to make sure we include it in the last round discussion. But yeah, I guess um, when we really look at all the lists, we could end up putting it on middle tier and then kick it right back off by the yeah. end of the episode. So we'll go ahead and call it and say no to Super Smash. is going gone.
2: Stardew Valley. It's already in middle tier from the uh, Trello board that I'm looking at personally.
1: Oh, has it been put in twice? Looks like it. Oh, so it has. Interesting. That
0: makes sense. Um...
1: <laughs> Civ five. I I will immediately advocate that going into middle tier. I, I think that's undeniable. That is a game that has been around and popular for a very long time. It came out in this decade, and it still outshines the uh, Civ six. It seems to me. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I think that belongs there. Oh. Oh. What? Next. Next up is Bioshock 2,
0: which, Um, gosh, (laughs) to me, that fits under the consistency Uh that kind of Super Smash had. Yeah. It's like, when you look at a lot of these games, look, there are a few games, maybe some indies that Bioshock can go up against, no problem, but even when you look at all the other things we have to go through, I don't think Bioshock is going to make it.
1: I think Bioshock, like, it's a big franchise, and I think in a lot of ways it's very much a franchise of this decade, but I think Bioshock Infinite, even though fans sort of a lot of times put it down and somewhat rightfully, I, I guess, I think overall stands a better chance of making it up to middle tier. If that makes
2: sense.
0: Moose, what, what say you?
2: Uh, I can't speak for Bioshock uh, in, in a lot of cases, um, but the way I see it even though Bioshock Infinite and Bioshock Two are in setting and story, and 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 theme, very different. Uh, the gameplay and mechanic. Well, somewhat. Sorry. The, the, the gameplay is, it's 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 of the same kind. Um, and I don't I don't know. I don't know if both games are so unique that they could both go on. So while I can't say that Bioshock Two, I, I can't really say anything about it. I don't think. I, 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 it would take some convincing to make me think that both Bioshock 2 and Bioshock Infinite deserve to be on. I think it's kind of a one or the other situation. And I know that is kind of jumping down past a lot of games, but I feel like just... So of the two, we're
0: which are we going to consider going forward?
2: I, uh, I, I can't I can't say
1: I'm, that. I'm going to advocate Infinite, even though a lot of people might find that uh Okay, so Bioshock 2 is off. Yeah.
0: StarCraft 2. Big deal. Big deal. Yeah. The... I think it should be bumped up. It's it's part of culture.
1: I won't I'm not going to stand in the way. I don't
0: Governments want to have shaped their society around StarCraft 2. Korea has a department in their government that is shaped by ga- I'm not making this up, Google it.
1: That's uh the most
2: Korean thing I've ever heard. Really? <laughs> yeah. I uh, <laughs> See, it's 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 difficult for me because on the one hand I feel like it's a it's a good representation of a genre that is fast fading but on the other hand i feel like there's a reason why that genre is fast fading um i do think however that it's its impact is undeniable right i mean this is yeah it it, it's it kind of shows how much that genre when it survives (laughs) doesn't doesn't age so i I think that's a good one to have to the moon
0: no that was a game you guys hadn't heard about
2: i i actually uh, have
1: heard of it when I started looking at it, I realized I have heard people talk about this before. I just didn't connect the title to it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I I still haven't heard of it. <laughs> so
1: basically, to the new uh, to the moon from from the like impassioned like you know just raving I've heard about this game. It seems to do outstanding in sort of like the story and depth, but from from what I've seen of it, it, it like. I don't know that it has all that much beyond that.
0: And I also think that it probably got a lot of um, clout, I guess, is the word I'm looking for here, or praise, because it was a pleasant surprise, because it was an RPG maker
2: game Ooh. <laughs>
0: with substance.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And so it was like, whoa, this is surprisingly good. Uh-huh. Um, And so it got a lot of praise from that. But when you look at our other indie games, it's like, oh, bless your heart to the moon. You're not going to make it
2: yeah I, I sort of feel the same way and and I think a big but... part of that is a lot of these really good indie games just lack the replayability and kind of intrigue on that level um, and I would argue that a lot of the best games are games that you can play time and time again for, for any number of reasons um, so um... when, you, when you have a game that's so heavily weighted in the story and you don't have alternate endings and stuff like that um, I, I think that that really hurts it in terms of being a game of the decade. I'll, I'll actually push back against that. I'll,
1: I, I'll say that I think that if a game doesn't necessarily have, like, a massive amount of replayability, but the experience of it is just really, I, I guess you could say, powerful moving, sort of sticks with you, I, I think, you know, that that's an exception. But yeah, I feel like the fact that, you know, it there are other games that are are sort of in the same vein that are praised for their deep stories that also have multiple endings and replayability and there's a, a like a hot few of them I, I feel like it just can't really cut the mustard but you know i'm i i I'm, I'm i'm sure i'm sure that someone's going to you know like send me a death threat because this is their favorite game but you know i'm yeah. i'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead it's and not, it's
2: not cutting the mustard man Mm. That one's not going to turn Next, the uh, immediate
1: Black. regret of a word choice.
2: <laughs> Black Ops Two, <laughs> Black Ops.
0: I really have a hard um, time putting this, a Call of Duty game they, up. This was the one. Was um it popularized zombies mode? Yes,
2: it t- zombies mode was out in World uh, World at War, and then it came okay. back in Black Ops One, and then it came back again in Black Ops Two, and since then Black Ops has been. The one that had zombies. Um in terms of popularizing. Now, this it, is one of I, I this think. is
0: one of the most sold games ever of all time. I yeah. did look that up. It's, it's I'm like, wait, why why was this game easy to stick in my head? And I was like, oh yeah, because it was freaking everywhere when it came out. Yeah, it, it was a, I'm just
2: really good. It's it's my my favorite Call of Duty. Um and I mean I have played a fair number of Call of Duties. Not not I'm not a connoisseur, um, but I just have trouble putting any Call of Duty on here just because I feel like it's so repetitive, and when you do something good, you know it's like it's it's almost like you got a multiple choice test, and you just guess for every answer. Sometimes that answer is gonna be right. I feel I, I feel like that's how it is with some of these Call of Duty games, where it's just you're you're putting together the same formula over and over again, and little tweaks make it work out this time. And I I don't know. I, I feel that that is kind of uh, doing a disservice to to developers. Because I don't mean that they were actually guessing with the mechanics. But I think in a, in a comparable way, it's so repetitive that it gets that sort of advantage. I'm, I'm going to sort of, like, push back a little bit. Because when I hear about
1: Call of Duty, Black Ops 2 seems to be the one that everyone sort of, like, goes on about to this day, right? And a part of that, yeah, is, you know has to do with the one that just came out. But, like, I, I've been hearing about Black Ops 2 in particular a lot for a long time. And I feel like if... It seems that it, it must be the, the pinnacle of like or, or a, at least a pinnacle of the Call of Duty franchise. And in the, it seems to me that if it stands out that much, it it must not have this quite the super smash sort of syndrome of each each one sort of feeling more or less exactly the same that. There must be something unique about it and with that's a good the, match, a how much it's sold and how much I still hear people talking about it. And how big the Call of Duty franchise in general is, and, and military shooters in general are, I, I, I'm I going to advocate that we move it up.
2: Okay, that's a good point, because because it does stand out, whereas the Super Smash Bros. sort of blend together. And it doesn't help that they all have very similar names.
0: Well, my theory is, does it stand out because all the games after that, because I know for a fact I stopped playing Call of Duty games after Black Ops 2, um. Doesn't stand out because everyone's always calling back to. I wish this game was like Black Ops 2. Mm. and so all the other ones sucked <laughs> until this last one. But well, it sucks as long as Shoot House is gone. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but we'll move it up for now.
2: Yeah, yeah I'm I'm okay. I'm okay with that. I, I, but I <clears throat> but I think that is a very good observation that all of the games after it sucked.
0: They did. It's it's scientific fact. Um, XCOM Enemy Unknown. I know it's not going to be a fan favorite. It's more of a niche thing. Yeah, I'll put it like a best of their class. Um, I'm probably exposed to it too much because I'm on the subreddit, so I see all the good memes around it. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. It's just, uh, yeah, it's it's very strong in the best of their class. Got, it's got polish. Some people would disagree with that because of like, you know, it says 96% chance to shoot a shot in your like point blank range and somehow you miss the shot. I say some people got reflexes, you know, um, <laughs> and so some people would consider that a broken game. I say it's it's a ninety six percent chance.
1: Yeah, I, I was about to say it. It to me, <laughs> I'm just gonna say. I mean, it it said you could miss, so and then it, it's the
0: replayability,
2: quirk, not necessarily the, a an the arrow, replayability
0: yeah. is tremendous. It is like um, why am I forgetting the word playground with sand? Sandbox. There we go. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I need to drink more water. Like, what is a playground with sand? Not a peach. Um, a playground with. Sa- uh, I'm. I'm just. Gonna it's like that a go. sandbox no, of strategies, as far as like gear set and ways you want to tackle it. You get achievements for if you just like. No, I'm going to be a purist. I'm not going to do any alien technology. Just straight regular guns. You can play it that way, and I've played the game. I think like eight times over now, just because it's so replayable. Um, I think that's a good testament to the design of it. Mm-hmm. But also, I'm willing to admit that it's not for everyone.
1: Yeah, I I'm willing to move it up just because it. Well, it, it seems it's it's very popular. It seems to be the best at what it does, and I've looked into it enough and uh, its mechanics to you know that it, it has it has some stuff going on. You know, like <laughs> it, as
0: far as our
2: topics stuff going on, <laughs> well, yeah,
0: like as far as our topics of where we're going to like give accolades and later rounds, it doesn't seem highly derivative. It it, it it influenced others. So it's going to hit on the mechanics innovation. It's going to hit on, um, polishing presentation and best uh, of the class,
2: despite XCOM being a very old series, um, it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, the transition into the modern era was not just ah uh, now it's three D. There there's a little bit more depth to it than that. Um, in terms of making it all feel modern without just being like a increased resolution button, you know. Hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess like by it's got stuff going on. What I mean is that it had it like it doesn't feel like a tired concept despite being an old series. It still has yes, life that's a very good it. way to put it. That that that's what I mean.
0: Uh, real quick, Funky Finch wants to enter in Slime Rancher for Game of the, the Device. So uh, D-
2: decade not device. <laughs> you, you got
0: you gotta read the no, clarification. No, no. She submitted it. She submitted it for Game of the Device. So I guess we will <laughs> uh I guess consider mobile games, is that what she's trying to say? <laughs> um
1: It's your boy, Raid Shadow Legends. Oh man. <laughs>
0: oh man. Why do, would do you do we, this? Did we get
1: money yet? Do we get raid? Raid, give, give give check. Yeah.
2: I'll,
0: uh... Hey, I will play Raid Shadow Legends until I like it, so I can do that ad and review, honestly. Get that money. Um, Bioshock <laughs> Infinite.
2: Uh,
1: well, we already sort of talked about that. I, I, I'm I, going to advocate for it to Yeah, but be now moved it's up. time. Are we moving it up? Yeah. I, I'm going to advocate for it being moved up, because, like, yeah, sure, it plays a lot like the other Bioshocks, but it... It plays better than the other bioshocks first off you know it, it is a a refinement of the concept and also uh Elizabeth I think was a very like the mechanics she brings to the table are in my opinion fairly unique and and definitely new for that franchise and uh also the skyhook system was pretty fun it it had mm-hmm. you know it it had okay, its, okay. It, its, it's got enough to uniqueness. talk about later yeah
0: um, and I don't have enough fight to go up against
1: it right now. <laughs> okay, so it's now survivors. <laughs> Sorry, go. Yeah, I feel like the now, Bioshock um,
2: series has been pretty consistent quality. So having so having one on yeah. here doesn't surprise me at all. Um and, yeah, I, and I do. We think got, that... But
0: we gotta make sure that later we, we not we didn't put it on there as an attaboy.
2: That's that's mm. a good point.
0: Um Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor, I feel like it kind of got here as an attaboy into new editions off of its innovation of the nemesis mechanic, outstanding mechanic. Very fun, but as someone who vouched for it, I wonder if is this game celebrated just because like, hey, not bad for a movie IP game.
1: Thank God, okay, sir so I I because've I've heard you praise this game and the nemesis system in particular for for a long time and I, I do agree it's a very good system, but but that's it. But yeah, exactly it has a, it's a it's a game with like it, it is a decent sort of like stealth assassiny game. The story is sort of like, okay, you know, it pulls off the Lord of the Rings feel okay, I guess. And then the nemesis system. Everyone, have you heard about the nemesis system? The nemesis, like, it's, it's a one trick pony in a lot of ways, you know?
2: Moose,
0: mm-hmm. what say you?
2: I feel like uh, that, that that's basically uh, a really good judgment of it. Because this game came out and I heard things about it for, you know, a good few months Watch some people play through bits of it um but after that i i don't think besides talking about it like in these past few podcasts i don't think i've heard anyone say anything about it in years i think besides the nemesis system the uh the shame meme the little the little ghost dude sitting down with the like shame button mm-hmm. I, th- I think that's the uh only lasting thing to come from this game um
1: yeah and I mean did not leave a long lasting impression on me or gaming culture. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this this game would make a game
0: to the decade list for someone's list who wanted to be contrarian, like, ooh, maybe you forgot about it, but I remembered. You know, that kind yeah. of
1: game. And I'm like, no. Nah. I can see what you're saying.
0: There's a lot of other games up here that like have more than one trick.
1: So So what I'm hearing is we're kicking out based on hipsters are annoying. No, no, Excellent. no. Excellent. No, no, I'm I'm
2: kidding.
0: It's it's just Really awesome trick, but it's one trick. Yeah. Um,
2: Shovel Knight. Gosh. We we have this set of indie games that I just... I just they're all like really, really next to one another in terms of... Oh, I, I don't know, man.
0: I can see where you would think that. As someone who's played a large majority of these indie games... Shovel Knight still stands above the rest. Well,
2: I mean, compared to Undertale and um, Stardew Valley and stuff like that, and Celeste, it, it, they're all like, so in in my view, really top-notch. And it's kind of difficult to see which one pokes up more than the fair. others.
1: I think that's fair. So,
0: if I, had fi- if I had a top five right now, in no order, Journey, Cuphead, Celeste, Shovel Knight, and Stardew Valley
1: what you're, you're gonna exclude undertale I mean I don't have a problem with it per se but it's popular
0: and some in some ways I feel like undertale has a hipster kind of appeal to it I get oh, it that
1: it does but like I'm not I'm not a huge undertale fan honestly and I I don't have the experience with it to perhaps appreciate its whatever I'm, it is that I'm people like give... about it
0: the same criticism i give to the last of us of like i think people hype it up because like they were just surprised about it i think undertale is just a, an indie surprise no, i
2: i think there's a little bit more to that and yeah in terms of how the mechanics <laughs> go beyond the buttons that you press in the game um let, let let's stick with shovel right, knight system. right now um
0: yeah <laughs> shovel knight i fervently want to keep pushing up um, but what do you guys say?
1: I think it's worth putting you know pushing up because a it's very sort of like representative of the genre, like I said last week. and also it just it has really great polish the the uh, yeah, it polish. plays really smooth. The music is really good. The aesthetic it has you know it just executed its aesthetic very very well it's a
0: it's a best of their class kind of game because yeah. they really mastered the classes of all the games of that era
1: yeah you, like i love it
0: because you know, a lot of times we like someone my age you want to tell younger people like you really got to play the older games that are not with this one it's like no just play shovel knight because that's the best ones because sometimes you tell someone hey check something out and you had nostalgia and and they're like, you know, this game sucked. What are you talking about? It's like, oh right, because of X Y Z mechanics. Shovel Knight sheds away all the bad stuff by the old games and only kept the good stuff in.
2: I, I think we can move it up pretty safely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's all of the retro charm without any of the retro bugs and pain.
1: Yeah. Bloodborne. I'm just having flashbacks to Russian attack now. Sorry, Bloodborne. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Well, first of all. I personally don't think Dark Souls Two should be on the middle tier list because I think that is.
0: We'll get to that later. Well, do we have the darks? I think we said Dark Souls Two over Dark Souls, right? Did we?
2: Uh, feel I feel like it was the other way around. I I would I mean I would think I can so. make
0: I can make a ninja edit right now. If you say <laughs> Dark Souls.
2: No one will ever know, because people
0: don't say it's a Dark Souls Two esque game. They say Dark Souls game. So I'm okay with that.
1: Yeah, I, I I can't remember if it's Dark Souls two or Dark Souls three that people are kind of like it was kind
2: of eh. Dark Souls, Dark Souls, <laughs> Dark 2. Souls three was eh. No, I, I've I've heard that the best games were one and three. I two two is a uh, never mind. Yeah. Two is a uh, falls flat. But Bloodborne, but Blood, but Bloodborne. Now that Dark Souls two isn't in the middle tier, Bloodborne. Um, Dark Souls with guns.
0: I mean, do we have room for two Dark Souls games? I feel we do. I I think it's worth like moving like, instance, it up and having if I start fight. Com- if I if I moves up the middle tier and I start comparing this to other games, it's like Pokemon Go get out, Titanfall 2 get out. Like there's room to kick out mm. to put Bloodborne in its place, you know. Yeah. So with that fact, I think it's worth putting to the middle tier.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I'm I I do think that it belongs there, but it's kind of a situation where it's like, oh, should we really have two very similar games up there? But if they're both really good games, you know. And and then, yeah. hopefully that kind of shows what I mean about games like, uh, frick, what was the game that we just talked about? Obviously it didn't leave much of an impression on me. Stuff like, for instance, what we talked about last week with Papers, Please, where it's just the gameplay loop isn't engaging enough and, and kind of like with, mm-hmm. with a lot of platformers. The, um, and, and fighting games, that's what it was in this podcast. Fighting games, yeah. How there's kind of a, a limit set by the gameplay. I think Souls likes games don't really have that kind of a limit set by the gameplay to their advantage.
1: Yeah. I think that's fair. Okay. So um
2: Undertale. I feel like Undertale <sighs> is uh, I don't I don't wanna I don't want it to be just a battle of Indies. Um, to get out of the middle tier, tier to bump them down, um, but Undertale, it 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 does some things where you go, holy crap! I didn't think that the game would be that smart. Um, yeah,
1: I I am gonna have to advocate that it has popularity. It has, as far as I can innovation. tell, some mechanics and innovation. It seems to have storytelling. Yeah, it like, probably
2: what was the stuff it
0: did in. about like if you tried to go back to another save game. What was the thing around? So that? so
2: spoilers for Undertale. Um in the game, you have this, uh, this cow creature that takes care of you. Um, and if you try to leave the cow creature is like, Hey, no. And she's like, she's like your mother character. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can fight her at uh, to, to leave. But when you fight her, you kill her. If after killing her, you restart the game, uh, a character appears saying, Oh, you, you tried to redo it. Didn't you? You didn't want to kill her. Did you? And then it, Kind of goes okay. Hold on, I was just trying to have a fun time. Why are you coming out at me so so realistically? <laughs> Why are you coming at me, bro? So so yeah, it, it literally takes your choice to shut yeah. down the game, and and it does a whole lot of stuff like that. There's a whole lot of instances of it using menu screens and stuff like that to do yeah. storytelling, um, to where it feels like uh, okay, comparable we'll to like we'll those Sonic that. exe games, <laughs> if if you know anything about that uh, phenomenon. Oh mm. God. Like uh, been drowned. I got I got a cursed game.
1: Doom. So we have Doom. (laughs) Moving
2: on.
0: I feel like Doom, as much as I love the game, it kind of got in here as an attaboy because of the haunt Doom is such a big name in video games from the beginning of history and on. And it was just so refreshing when it came out in 2016. Mm -hmm. And so it's pleasant, but is it game of the decade?
1: Look, here's my thoughts on the matter. Like, look, it is a competent shooter. Shooters are very, very fun. I get that, right? And in a way, the sort of Doom-style shooter is almost like a dying beast in, in a sense, right? And so I get like, oh, you know, it's really refreshing to have a, a you know, good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, I feel like if we were talking about the best games of all time, the original Doom, you know, it would probably make it on the list. 2016 Doom for games of the decade. I, I no. Nah, I'm I'm gonna go with no. Nah. No. Nah. Moose, what say you?
2: Yeah, I I agree. I think that very fun to to get in, just shoot a whole bunch of things. But how impressive that is uh, has diminished greatly since 1990. So I True. I, 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 I feel I, like it gets dwarfed by a lot of the other games on here in just about every field.
0: And I have to admit, like as long as the game was, um, there were times where I was like, "Okay, let's wrap this up." Oh god, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I just want to just want to beat this game so I can clear my hard drive space. This thing is behemoth. I got other games to install.
1: Mm. Yeah.
0: Um. So yeah, it made it top fifty, not tip, not to twenty five. Moving on to the next one, Uncharted Four. And it's pretty much like an interactive movie. It is Indiana Jones a video games next to Tomb Raider. I feel mm-hmm.
2: like Uncharted Four has has the best explanation of why your character is a bullet sponge, um, because because the red that slowly cases the screen isn't your health going away; it's your luck running out. Wow, that's some real innovative thinking right there. I give it a pat on the back for that. Other than I haven't played it. Um, I played oh. Uncharted Three.
0: Uh, yeah, I, Uncharted Four. Uh, yeah, I've played all the Uncharted's. Um, I've lost count of how many times, like, good God, this game is beautiful, and just like getting to interact through artwork is what it felt like the whole time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just appreciative. There's few games that, like, the whole time I'm like, I want to meet these devs and these devs, these devs, and shake their hands because, like, holy crap, you guys, what a game, you know. Um. Uh, it's another one of those it's like massive though it's like let's get this show on the road I think it should be moved up to middle tier Um, because it's kind of almost so much best in its class because it stands so much above the rest like I would do Uncharted over The Last of Us to be honest
2: I'm not yeah yeah I'll, I'll that's sure. a that's a bold statement
0: Do we have Last of Us on here still?
1: I think we all know that I have a personal vendetta against The Last of Us, so, like, I, we can't. I, my, my opinion cannot be trusted uh, <laughs> in, as far as comparing it to other games. And when it comes to. Yeah, and it is. The uh, Last of Us still is in middle tier, by the way. When it comes to uh, me uh, trying to get it booted out of middle tier later, my opinion is the only thing that matters, right? Can we all agree? <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: moving on to uh, Persona 5.
2: I haven't played an anime I, I kind of feel like I have to like
1: just, how would you say it? like, throw a bone to the weeaboo nation, right <laughs> and move it up well that's and an attaboy, and... remember, we're well, trying to be careful okay. with the attaboys H- hear me out, I feel like it's worth tossing up there, because it, it, from everything I've heard about it, it sounds like a brilliant game and it might be worth sort of like ch- throwing it up and really like checking it out, mulling it over and sort of figuring it out from there if that makes sense yeah that I makes think sense. to play it
2: simply because i heard that it made um, turn-based combat very engaging um and i'm just yeah. astounded by that claim no it did but, um uh,
0: I, I enjoyed the game I just only stopped playing because it was so long now maybe it just i wasn't the best at like coming up with strategies to like beat the game faster you know but i remember thinking oh it's been two weeks and i'm hearing that there's like X amount of more regions to go through and I'm still technically on what they would call level 2 yeah I've experienced enough good game gotta move on Um, but what I did play thoroughly enjoyed I wasn't like this is stupid this is a waste of time nothing like that Um and that's coming from someone who this isn't my type of game usually so mm-hmm. moving up to middle tier Cuphead beautiful uh... polished Dark Souls' s game, yeah, of its own right. When the next Dark Souls come out, it's going to be called the Cuphead of RPGs.
1: Yeah, you know, I like I I sort of I get where you're coming from. I mean, it has a lot going for it. I don't know much about Cuphead's story, really, but it definitely seems to have popularity. It seems to have definitely innovation, uh, in in its own right, and it has polish. And it's definitely one of the best Indies, so I think it's worth moving up. There's gonna have to be some uh, culling later in of the really indies, fighting yeah. it out. Of yeah, but indies. I I think it's worth moving up for now. I kind of we're in this awkward situation with the Indies where it's sort of like we're always just putting off the day when we have to when we have to you know like take a scythe to the to the field.
0: We finally get to the top ten, and then we just put all the Indies up against the wall.
1: Ooh. Too dark. None of them. (laughs) None of them. There are so many jokes I want to make here that I'm just gonna avoid. Don't do it. Don't. So
0: so, yeah, I I think we are March 18 and over.
2: I think Cuphead can go on with them. Um,
0: Funky Finch in the chat. I'm not gonna say it out loud, but that's funny.
1: (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Uh, Moving on. See, this is what you
2: miss when you don't watch live.
1: If you
0: wanna watch us live, check us out at two PM Eastern on Twitch.
1: Next plug.
0: Yeah. Um so next one. So Cuphead moving up. Celeste. I think we might need to call it um call it now. Um, I'm down. I think it's made it this far because of recency and it was excellent for the year, but there's just too many other outstanding indies comparatively. Mm-hmm. Unless we feel that there is enough AAA titles that we should call to keep Celeste on,
2: you know, I I really
0: I I've seen really I'm, good I'm about be it. Because I'm usually going to be fighting for things like Cuphead, and Stardew Valley, to be but honest. But
2: it, it's it's a platformer that has that kind of like smooth pixel art style that a lot of other things do, and it it yeah it just I don't know because I feel like Cuphead kind of had kind of had this little. The 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 aesthetic was was new and out there and really well appreciated and the boss and really rush well style of it paired with the co op aspect of it, you know it, it was it was a hot topic. I feel like Celeste was that, but toned way down to just oh wow, good game.
1: Yeah, I I look at Celeste and I look at what Celeste brings to the table, and I I don't know about its story, I you know, but as far as like its its polish and presentation and its. Innovation, in, in I know, so,
0: and I'm taking this. Sorry f- for the story, just to fill that in. Um, Celeste is a game about believing in yourself in the journey to. Oh well, I'm just going to throw that
1: about. out the window now. I don't know. We, we've heard that before. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the, the thing is that, like, I I know a dozen lesser known indie games, indie titles that are, are not going to make it on this list that seem to execute the the visuals and the gameplay as well as
0: or or they just have more to offer in general.
1: Yeah. So like outstanding
0: twenty eighteen game, games of the decade. Look, we gotta we only got so much room on this bus. hmm So Monster Hunter, next up. It's a best of their class. Um
2: It's a monster hunt type game.
0: It, yeah,
1: it's <laughs> it's got little influence.
2: I find the Monster Hunter gameplay loop pretty boring personally.
1: Honestly, Monster Hunter seems to be one of those games that, like, it has its fan base, right? It has its corner on the market, and it doesn't seem to affect much outside of its...
0: It's its unforgiving to anything outside of it. Like, it is not welcoming. Like, I tried it because I heard about it, because the people who love that game love it.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And
0: it, it is very good. Very good adaptation. I'm glad they finally brought it to the PlayStation set off of... The DS or Vita, whatever they had it on before, um, but that game is a another job. Like it does not allow room for you to play other games. Mm-hmm. Like that's your game, because to the gameplay loop is like four hours long. If you're just kind of okay at the game, because you got to put your gear together, and you got to um, go out and actually hunt down. Like when I say a gameplay loop, I mean four hours to actually earn something back. Where like in Titanfall, I get one match and I do get in that match. I'm
2: unlocking stuff. You do the uh three hours of hacking a monster in its tail.
0: Yeah, like like three (laughs) three hours or like to more accurately, like hour and a half to two hours, and you got some gloves, maybe. But then you still have to do all this other stuff before you have like the full armor set. Yeah. And where other games might just Hey, you played this thing for four hours. Here's a whole armor set. You got to do that for like a whole week in Monster Hunter. <laughs> if you have like a full time job and responsibilities to get to, and so for that, I feel like it could be more rewarding and not as brutal on the time. Um,
2: best fits class,
0: but not much else. Yeah, I, as I, far I agree as with Games that. End of the
2: decade. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the the amount of time that it takes to do stuff is kind of padding in a sense. For a yeah, for a lack of other substance,
1: and I, I I'd honestly be i kind of now want to like really like break apart and analyze Monster Hunter, but that, this is not the time and place. So
0: <laughs> yeah, like like it is fun, it is fun, but games of the decade, it is not
1: Spider Man. Spider
0: Man, P- polished one hundred percent. Yeah, flawless polish,
2: and and, I, and I, very I, true. It didn't. I mean, besides the part where you throw people off of buildings and they don't die because Spider-Man doesn't kill people, um, you know, it's it, it's it's really like a, oh, I'm in the comic book world now, um, uh-huh. like what they did with Batman, but not so dark because it's not Batman. There you go. Okay, I have a question about this.
1: How well do they pull off like uh, web uh, swinging? Like, how, how, how well did they pull that off? Okay. See, I, I played back in the day, I played a, an Attack on Titan fang, uh, fang game in the browser, and just the experience of using 3D maneuvering gear, right, and, and like zipping around the town, and that, that was a very minimalistic game. Just that experience alone was amazing. And if if they managed to pull that off and, and put it in a wider, more complete package, and also make a superhero game that isn't mediocre or terrible... I, I think it's worth uh worth bumping up.
0: Yeah, um, I'm thinking already. I could see this being like a 24, 25 Because when we put this up against other games, it's gonna be hard. But um, yeah. I think it definitely deserves to go up. Resident Evil Two. I think it has recency going for it. A nice surprise. But only got so much room on the bus.
1: The funny thing about it is when I look at um other other like games of the decade uh, lists, I never see Resident Evil Two. The closest thing I see is PT. Yeah, you know, yeah, and true, and like PT is brilliant and all. Uh, but again, I think we have to remember it was a trailer. Um, <laughs> bro, uh, best game ever. But if but if PT is beating out Resident Evil Two among like the Resident Evil fans, I I almost feel like, eh, you know, like, and also in, in a way, it, it's well, yeah. I I think I think that sort of gets my
2: point across. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that um, I I know I've been told that it is a complete redefining. It it transforms the remake, right? But I think it's remake origins in my opinion. Knock it down a little bit. But I know what you said. I'll, yeah. I'll take your word well, for it.
0: The thing is, we're doing our due diligence of making sure we're not just throwing in games that are recent in there, where I think other lists would put something like this in there because it's just so recent, so it's top of their minds.
2: Uh-huh. Um, yeah. like, like we don't have Securo but- on here.
0: But we're better than that. So,
2: Honestly, yeah, not making
1: it. I look at some of the to- uh, like the top games list, and it almost feels like what it is is top of this half of the decade plus like yeah. one or two.
2: They forgot far too many.
0: Okay, next up we have Outer
1: Wilds. I I just don't know enough about this game.
2: Yeah, I I read the review uh, that's up on heavyshelf.com by Bushwick. Mm-hmm. Um, seemed cool. I can't say anything else. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> Metroid game, how it described in other places. Metroid game, um, the exploration of a Metroid game, structure of Majora's Mask, crossed with interstellar wonder of No Man's Sky. See, that sounds amazing. And narrative framework of Return of the Oberden.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, again, that sounds really, really, really great because that's a combination of like very respectable titles. Um, I almost feel like it's going to have to be a Persona 5 situation where you might have to toss it up for now and uh, reassess.
2: See where the mm. wind blows it.
1: Yeah. I'm
0: okay with that. <laughs> and then uh, Destiny, I took liberty of adding it in and taking out Battlefield 3 because Battlefield 3 was already contentious just to get into the new editions, and somehow we just missed Destiny. Um, Now, it is a looter shooter, but if you've been paying attention, it wasn't the looter shooter. Borderlands was the one before that. But Destiny does deserve its own place. Because its popularity among looter shooters, and then how looter shooters is such a big genre,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: do we feel it needs to be in the middle tier for further discussion?
1: Yeah, I kind of do. Honestly. <laughs> Cuz I look at I look at some of the things in the middle tier and I look at Destiny, I look at the effect that Destiny's you know, the popularity and praise against time, I'm just sort of like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> just like we'll we'll work it out.
2: Um So, who's where I haven't played it. Um of course, big surprise. but... Uh, and, because of that, I will I will trust your guys' judgment on it, wholeheartedly.
1: Do you mind if I, because we've gotten to the end of the new additions list, and uh, updated it to be the kicked list, effectively, yes. <laughs> um, and I would like to, because we've, we've had a lot of trouble with, um, uh, like, the indie titles, right, and which ones belong and which ones don't, and it occurs to me uh, that... You know, uh, Bloodstained: Ritual of the Night is an example of a really great indie game, and it and it you know had a huge Kickstarter that raised like five million and everything, and I'm a huge fan of the game. I think it's brilliant, and yet there's something about it that it doesn't strike me as a game of the decade. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I think it might be useful to take a second try and like put a finger on like why these indie games stand out so much more than. Something like uh, something like uh, Bloodstained, which has a million things going for it, and yet doesn't quite make the cut. It's
2: because the titles are concise. <laughs> That's, uh, it. That's the well, only reason. Well,
0: no, I mean, like, there is some science behind that. I, <laughs> I imagine.
2: Um, I, I I said it as a as a near complete joke. Um, <laughs> like titles complete. matter to a very small extent. <laughs>
0: Well, as far as the appeal of like who it draws in, and then that draw turns into popularity, which turns into more eyes to evaluate its popularity, influence, mechanics, innovation, polish, things like that. Um, it's a Metroid. Wow, I can't talk today. It's a Metroidvania type game. Yes.
1: Yeah, it's it's a essentially the best of. It's essentially a spiritual successor to. Uh, the Castlevania franchise put in 2.5D, meaning, you know, it's a side-scroller with 3D models. Um, Does it master... Because, like, Shovel Knight
0: just owns all the other best of of the generations before it.
1: Like, the thing Does about Blood it... Does
0: Bloodstain do that for all the Metroidvanias?
1: Ah, uh, I mean, I haven't played all the Metroidvanias, but I think it definitely holds its own, but I think about it and I, I feel like almost what it is, in a way, is that... In a, uh, like... Bloodstained seems to me to be like an evolution on Castlevania, you know, and it and it almost sort of like appeals only to the like uh, Castlevania fan base, right? And it and it has what it has going for it, and that's all well and good. Um, and it does updates to the sort of Castlevania concept, whereas the other indies on this list, when I think about it, I think what it is is. Uh they either bring something, like, really new to the table or, like, really unique mm-hmm. like Undertale does or they do what um, uh, Shovel Knight did where it almost, like, it it brings, like, a layer of, of, like, a fun love letter to an entire genre rather than, like, a specific series and also, while it's at it, is incredibly well polished in a way that uh, Bloodstained is polished but not quite to the same extent and I feel like it it's got to do with, like, the innovation that indie titles sort of allows for in a way you know um especially
0: eventually though with these games that are polished it's like games that did their job of the decade (laughs) because like we we expect them to be polished and so it really is nice that when they are so we should recognize them but it's like a That's more like a pat on the back, not like a plus points thing. Like, innovation would be a plus points thing. Yeah,
1: and I look at Undertale, right? And again, it has all these sort of, like, cool little innovative, like, bits of storytelling and and everything. And I feel like, again, it, it in a way, stands out more among the indies in that it, it... epitomizes like what indie like the 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 popularity of, or the popularization of indie titles in, in indie studios sort of allows for it which is really new and outside of the box thinking uh you know that you're not necessarily going to get from double a AA or triple a studio if that makes sense so yeah. i feel like that's what a lot of other indie games are missing is just like that extreme uh innovation i feel like
0: so We've heard about blood for a good couple minutes now, and we're already almost to the end of um, the podcast for the hour slot today. Mm-hmm. We've only called eight games.
1: We're excellent at what we do. <laughs>
2: what if we? we what if we took talked, it to the Discord?
0: We we've um we've talked about uh, how this conversation may go on until January fifteenth.
2: No, no, I do have a question. Um, Why fifteenth?
0: Well, I mean we. Th- to hold herself accountable.
2: Oh, okay, I see. So it's an arbitrary date.
0: Because if we because if we don't set like a date, like a hard date, we'll end up being in February talking about games of the decade when people already got their list out in December. You know.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
0: um, it, it probably will be done by the first or like the first week, but fifteenth is a hard date. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's just tough, but. To be right on time, we're going to go ahead and call it for now. I think we were pretty fair in what we called. And um, we're going to try to introduce our system more broadly on the Discord. We're going to try to figure out how, with popularity, influence, mechanics, innovation, storytelling, depth, best of their class, polish, and presentation, and then the indies. uh, To be honest, we kind of have an attaboy list for the indies right now. I got to clear off what we've cleared off of there. And then we'll, we'll narrow it down. We'll identify, recognize what's got what next week to help us systematically, metrically start to cut things off the list. Anybody opposed to that?
2: No, uh, no. no. sounds good to me.
0: Okay. Thanks for joining in for this uh, brief episode compared to last one. Um, there's so much ahead. But this is games of the decade. If it was games of the year, I wouldn't take it seriously. I want this list to be perfect as we can get it to as far as considerations goes. And so we'll take our time with it to get it right until January 15th at least.
1: I mean, then we're just going to start rolling dice, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah. stay stay tuned on the Discord. Be looking out for it. We'll, hit, we'll do an ad to everyone, and then uh, we'll do an update on the forum discussion. And I'll try to come up with some polls where we can... Like I might end up just pitting five against each other and let's see how it goes, you know, and -hmm. then we'll go from there. But that's going to be going on this next week and possibly through the week after that just depends on how much results we get out of it. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for playing a part if you play a part on the discord and we will see you again next week.